Are you telling me the reflux capacitor is nuclear? No, no, no. This sucker is electrical. But I need a nuclear reaction to generate the 1.21 gigawatts of electricity. What the heck is a gigawatt? Let's find out on episode number 70 of the Retro Rewind podcast. Retro Rewind podcast initialized. Mission identified. Back to the future, 1985. Co-hosts online. Auditory analysis online. All systems nominal. Welcome to the Retro Rewind Podcast, where we rewind back to movies and video games from 15 or more years ago, so that we can let you know whether they're still worth revisiting today. You can find the show notes for this episode at RetroRewindPodcast.com slash 70, or 70. <laughs> there you can leave us a comment on the episode in our show notes. Uh, you can also find links to review or so, and subscribe to the podcast and iTunes and Stitcher Radio, and you can also find a link to support us on Patreon. Speaking of which, for this episode, our reflux capacitor was purely plutonium-powered, <laughs> provided by those generous Libyan patrons, Brian Keating, <laughs> Jake Arsenu, uh, Andrew Legreve, Michael Kelso, Deborah Powers, and Jared Holzhauer, and a secret patron as well. Thank you guys so much. And uh, now uh, get back to Livia with your bazookas. Uh, <laughs> my name is Francisco Ruiz. <laughs> I am a dad. You're not PC. <laughs> designer. Uh, and I desire to drive a DeLorean. Ooh. It's my density. Oh, that'd be sweet. <laughs> it's your density. Nice. And I predicted that Back to the Future would be a classic movie. I'm joined what? as a... I thought you didn't like classics. Bite me, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't a Disney movie, so it's, it's fine. Oh, <laughs> good point. Oh, yeah. It's not a family film produced by Steven Spielberg. Oh, wait, never did. Never mind, it is. Uh, I don't think he produced E.T., did he? No, he directed. He Bam! Uh, <laughs> Paul, my Oops. good friend and co-host, Paul Powers, Master Interrupter, thank you for being yeah. on the show. Here's my trivial question for you. When okay, when Thomas F. Wilson asked uh, is asked about Back to the Future by enthusiastic fans, he will often hand them a postcard of frequently asked questions as a time saver. Yes, I heard that. I <laughs> Paul, what is a Go question ahead. people often ask you? Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> Really, that's it. <laughs> I, I I don't know. I don't keep track. <laughs> well, okay, you're famous. It's not like so oh, I don't know. this question again. Oh, I think I'm. I'm not as famous as I'm. Was your famous. voice recognized? Was your voice recognized? Yes. All right, you're oh. famous. Oh, actually, it was my laugh. Oh. <laughs> my laugh gets recognized. I get, I get recognized by my laugh more than anything. That's interesting. Okay, cool. Uh, and what was your prediction, Paul? That Back to the Future is a classic. That's what I predicted. All righty. And we are joined uh, for the first time by a former, well, not former fan. <laughs> yeah, I don't like you guys anymore. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I've seen behind the curtain. Intro. I've seen behind the curtain, and I don't like what I see. So Okay, fine. You can get <laughs> off the show then. Bye. Paul, I can do this. Oh, Ooh, wow. <laughs> We've done it before, and I don't think it's as good with just the two of us. You and I. Well, then, if you're a dissenter too, Paul, you can leave. <laughs> oh, no. I don't stand for mutinies. 
Um, yes, you do all the time. <laughs> okay, but not this time. Anyway, we are getting way off course. <laughs> I'd like to welcome John Bohr to the podcast. Hi, John. Hello. Thanks so much for uh, joining us for this episode. I uh, want to ask you a few questions. First, what do you do for a living? Oh, man. I thought of every single question except that one. I, uh, people always ask me this, and I don't know what to say. Okay, um, I work... How do at, you pay for your groceries? Yes. <laughs> I, work, <laughs> I work in the semiconductor industry. Okay. I'm an engineer, okay, and cool. I work on uh, electron microscopes. Ooh. And, oh. um, and you only build half of the conductors? No, I don't build anything. I just look at the... Oh. Uh, <laughs> no, he builds the truck conductors, yeah. all the really big ones that ship stuff. <laughs> no, I look at computer chips. Those semis. Chips. Those semis yes, exactly. yes. I look at computer chips under an electron microscope. Boom. There you go. Nice. That's what I do. And, and people give you money for exactly, that? Exactly. Yeah. Nice. I don't believe it either. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah. Awesome. Yep. Looks uh, like a microchip. Okay. Next. <laughs> My uh, trivial question for you, John. Yes. Is uh, Christopher Lloyd stated that he always wanted to do one more movie in which Marty and Doc Brown time travel back to ancient Rome. John, oh, that'd be fun. what time and place would you travel back in time to? Oh, man. I got to say, like, the 1950s. In America? Yes, in America. I mean... I'm sorry, the United States? The United States of America, yes. Um, my wife and I are watching Mad Men right now, and it just seems like I working... I in the 60s. You're right. That is in the 60s, but I'm going to go with the 50s okay. just because, because <laughs> we're you know 1955, Back to the Future. All right. Um, it seems like working back then was a lot more fun. Because <laughs> <laughs> TV's real. It's, yes. it's a documentary of the 50s. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> or this movie, I should say. <laughs> All right. And uh, John, what was your prediction for Back to the Future? I predicted classic. Nice. I mean, all right. <laughs> if you want to be like everyone else. <laughs> exactly. Uh, all Even right. you predicted classic. Bite me, Paul. Uh, but, That's Paul. That's twice. How many bites do you have left? <laughs> There's a lot of biting going on in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Somebody's hungry. Back in college, that was a constant uh, anthem of mine to you, Paul. Uh, I've been trying to <laughs> bring, it back, bring back some, but... <laughs> Anyway, Paul, will you please go ahead and uh, enter the course for Alice and get this show on the road, even though I guess we don't need roads ever. Okay, so Alice, let's have a roundtable discussion on what we liked and didn't like about Back to the Future, and then let's see what we've been up to on our tubes lately with the new tube segment, and stick around for some announcements. Very cool. Mm -hmm. Alice, please uh, lock in that target. You're looking for a DeLorean. That might help. So, uh, yeah. In 1985? Well, you know, I don't know. It's It yes. helps. The answer is yes. Fine. <laughs> yes, yes, whatever. Alert. Alert. Target located. Spoilers incoming. Engaging retro rewind reactor. Spielberg presents Back to the Future, a Robert Zemeckis film. Marty McFly is traveling back to the past, and he's the hottest thing that ever blew into town. It's an absolute dream. Apparently, your mother is amorously infatuated with you instead of your father. 
I haven't even been born yet. Now, he's got to make his mother and father fall in love. This is nuts. Or he may never get back to the future. Now playing at the theater near you. Consult your local listings. Yes, you may have to consult your local listings for where it's playing, <laughs> probably in your living room nowadays. Uh, but if you want to know what we remembered about Back to the Future, you'll have to consult us for our memory mind melt synopsis. In, 19, in 1985, high schooler Marty McFly has an old friend, Doc Brown, an eccentric doctor of science who builds a time machine out of a DeLorean. Marty and Doc meet in a parking lot so they can go back to the past. <laughs> But before going to 2015, Doc gets shot for some reason and is killed by Libyans. And his young friend Marty tries to get away in the DeLorean and goes back to the year 1955 with the help of the flux capacitor and flaming skid marks. Ew. <laughs> with not those kind of skid marks. <laughs> with the DeLorean not having enough energy to get back to the year 1985, Marty seeks the help of the younger Doc Brown while accidentally keeping his mom from falling in love with his dad, causing Marty to be erased from existence. Because Marty's mom wants what Marty's got. (laughs) (laughs) Together, Marty and Doc are able to figure out how to solve the young parents' troubles while Marty starts to disappear. So he plays a song, then Marty's parents get together. After that, Marty rocks out Chuck Berry's Johnny Be Good at a sock hop. Doc helps Marty soup up the DeLorean with lightning, timing the strike right at 88 miles per hour. But first, Marty warns Doc to buy Kevlar. <laughs> <laughs> then Marty gets barely, just barely gets back to his own time in 1985. Yes. Um, that was really close, but unfortunately... Uh-huh. <laughs> what did you notice that was incorrect? Just that, well, he didn't write in his that. letter... To buy Kevlar. Well, close. But he also didn't want to go to 2015. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't say that till the till later. He said uh, right. He said years. 25. Mm-hmm. No, he it's said 30 years at the end. But at the beginning, he said 25. Okay. Yes. Well, fine. So that would make it 2010. We already established it was incepted, Paul. <laughs> Sorry. My goodness. Got a little nerdy there for you. <laughs> Those lines I wrote like sounded funny to me, but then when you wrote when you read them out loud. So much better. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. So that's, I mean, those were the little technical things that weren't right with our memories. But Paul, what were, how was this movie, what are the technical details of this movie? Back to the Future is rated PG and it runs 116 minutes long. It was released on July 3rd. 1985. <gasps> 1985 in the US of A. It was directed by Robert Zemeckis and was written by Robert Zemeckis and Bob Gale and went on to star uh, Alex P. Keaton and uh, the Christopher Lloyd guy from Taxi and uh, Howard <laughs> the Duck Girl and uh, wow. the Crispin Glover. What's I was trying to think of that rap movie, but I can't think of it. You could go with anyway. Brendel from Beowulf, also. Okay, we'll go with that. Then there's Thomas Elf Wilson, Claudia Wales, uh, Wells, sorry, Claudia, and uh, <laughs> little Jimmy Olsen from the Christopher Reeve oh, Superman yeah. movies, huh? and uh, and then there's Billy Zane from Zoolander. Yes, <laughs> but and, uh, uh, Zane. <laughs> and the cop from Masters of the Universe, and uh, some other people in there too. 
Let's <laughs> Let's slacker. Anyway, yeah, Paul. Yeah, that was another movie. This the budget for this movie was about uh, 200 million. What? No. On. That can't be no, right. No, sorry. 20 million. Okay. Oh. 200 million this <laughs> year, baby. <laughs> It was about twenty million. It went on to gross uh, almost four hundred million, nice. and made over one hundred million in rentals alone. Very nice. Wow. Good job. Back to the future. Uh, okay, guys. Well, we're about ready to start our love section. I think um, a love unless, connection. Unless any other time travelers happen to come upon us. Uh, spoil alert. Whoa. Uh, I guess those time travelers are coming back. I hope it's us. Maybe. What if it was Doc and Marty? That'd be, be cool. That would Whoa. be cool. With Bill and Ted. Because <laughs> that's the power of love. Yeah. <laughs> McFly! Oh, it's, only, it's only us. <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess it is. Doing bad impressions. We have to go back, Marty. <laughs> Was that uh, okay? We, John, yes, but John, we are back. future John. <laughs> leave it to the professionals. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> no, what did you rate it? Tell me, tell me now. Okay, past Paul, we rate it. Uh, I'm kind of shocked by that. Wow. I don't know what to say. Yeah. Um, Glad they made like a tree and left. <laughs> <laughs> got out of here. Got out of here, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I'm glad we're still here, our younger, be- more beautiful selves, mm. to talk about the things we loved about Back to the Future. Let's begin like we'd like to with our guest host, John. Oh, man. Where to begin? There's a lot to like about this movie. Um, Save your most liked for the end. Yeah. And yes. Just give us one thing to start. Sure, sure. Um, one? I think I'll start with the beginning. I think the intro is just go. fantastic. Are um, you kidding me? Yeah. Are you talking about the clocks? I'm That's talking about cool. the clocks and the whole thing. How can you be opposed okay. to that, Paul? That's like, it's credits over movie, which is nice. I know. I'll get to it in my other section. <laughs> Also, I think... But actually, I do like the clocks. Go ahead. Yeah, the clocks are great. Because this movie's about time. Aha. Wink, nudge, nudge. (laughs) Wink, wink. Breaking the fourth wall already? Sorry. We're not to that section yet. (laughs) And I think what I liked most about the clocks intro is the cinematography, right? Just the single pan. The single pan. And then if you noticed, it panned past a clock that had... On the minute hand, a little uh, toy guy hanging off the minute hand. I did not notice that. Yeah. That's awesome. A little plot that's, reveal that's there. That's uh, Buster Keaton, or that's an old... It's one of those old uh, silent films. Yeah. Oh, very cool. I'll yeah. have to look for that next time. So, um, If I watch this again, yeah, I may not. Yeah, I like the whole cinematography aspect of them panning past the clocks in one single shot and then not showing Marty's face until... Uh, you know, he he takes the pick and takes just blasts the, the guitar, oh, and yeah. then he comes out of the garbage and it's like, oh, <laughs> then you get to see, oh, this guy's kind of a doofus. <laughs> <laughs> nice, very cool. So, Paul, you have more to say on that later. What was something you actually? Liked? I changed my mind. <laughs> I do like that clock intro because here's why, and I'll tell you. I'll t- it, the, what I was going to say is that I I was hoping for a slight 
underscore, like a little bit of music underneath, mm. but it wasn't. It was just the clocks ticking. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. It, it starts off kind of slow. But um, and then it goes into the you know the news and the gadgetry, which is cool. Then of course the classic Marty blowing out the amp with the guitar, which is a great joke yeah. in, in and of itself. Which is great. I don't mean to n- deny that. So there wasn't any music. Oh, what I was saying. I get back on track. There wasn't any music. He did the classic line. Um, well, oh, the thing that was great is that the first music that you actually hear is the intro of Power of Love, mm-hmm. right? Um, so that's there's no score underneath, which I thought was kind of lacking at first. But when you have the Power of Love, which is a great song, yeah, come is. out, boom, and just like, all right, let's do this. <laughs> so you wouldn't have had that impact if you didn't have the music lacking underneath the clocks yeah. to begin with. Good point. Um, I also, I want to just bring slightly on that intro. I like that it sets up that he's an inventor and has all these different mechanics and Mm -hmm. things all set up, automated. I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, And we talked about how the 80s movies was like that. They had all these gadgets in it. Yeah. Yeah, back, I forget which episode that was. I think that was with the Pee Wee Herman one. Oh, yes. That's, and we talked uh, about how Retro Rewind and a lot of the 80s. Dot com slash 60. <laughs> 60? I thought so. 60 or 16? 60. What? What? Only oh 10 gosh. episodes ago? I think so. Yeah. Yep, that's, that's it. Wow. <clears throat> anyway, uh, something I like about uh, Back to the Future, not Pee Wee's Big Adventure, <laughs> was uh, the. I thought the reveal of the DeLorean was mm. so perfect. I the from the visuals to the music, uh, and With the dog cocking its head a little. <laughs> yeah, that was cool too. And <laughs> the smoke, and and then just capping it off with this very exaggerated Doc Brown that gets out. I thought in this very funny way, it sort of like breaks the tension. I, I thought it was just it was great, a great Isn't reveal it a for a little vehicle. bit over the top. No. No, it was. It was I, didn't, right. I didn't think so. Did you think it was over the top, Paul? Um, no. <laughs> it could. It 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 rides that line of of being so grand, mm-hmm. but it 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 doesn't go over the top. So I mean, <laughs> it, you could get about as grand as you can get without doing over the top. What do you think about that, John? Did you feel like it was a little yeah, too much? No, I thought it was great. I thought it was another uh, great use of cinematography mm-hmm. where they you know, they, they zoom in on the front grill there and kind of bring it around to the front door where, where Doc Brown's getting out. But then mm-hmm. I feel like after that, the great cinematography did not <laughs> keep going throughout <laughs> the movie. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. So there were yeah. two great moments of cinematography and those were them. Oh, are you like uh, uh, amateur cinematographer at all? At no, yours? not at all. I oh, just, okay. I appreciate it. But he's it. A, an appreciate, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Appreciatorator. Okay. <laughs> Uh, well, let's go back to the appreciatorator. John, what is something else you liked about Back to the Future? Oh, this is, I mean, this is a classic um, <clears throat> time traveling movie trope of lots of foreshadowing. Mm. Lots of foreshadowing and lots of callbacks. Lots mm. of good kind of jokes and, and little wink, wink, nudge, nudge, like, hey, keep watching. Mm-hmm. You'll, you'll get to see what's coming. Mm. Um, specific examples. Uh, I'm struggling. <laughs> the whole movie. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Did you like that at all, Paul? 
Yeah, they uh, except they set up the whole life preserver, but he never got around to use it. <laughs> it wasn't an actual life preserver. Well, they never said that either. <laughs> oh, my. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, Are you, uh, yeah, uh, it, it it has fun little things throughout the entire movie to mm-hmm. look at and look forward to. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was something else you look forward to when you watched this movie, Paul? That was a very the poor music. <laughs> this the score of this music is top notch. Alan Silvestri knocked it out of the ballpark. So good on you. I I cannot fault that. I completely agree, John. That was also on my list. The score. Good. I like that you're a yes man. Yeah. Good job, John. <laughs> <laughs> Totally kidding. Yeah. Now, if um, you can only interrupt, you'll be A+. Plus. <laughs> Excuse me. Oh, shoot. I was too late. <laughs> Don't yeah, worry. got to work on Don't it. Don't worry. You can be the Padawan, cause, and Paul is the master. Mm, no yes. worries. No worries. Uh, <laughs> cool. Yeah. I, yeah. It was, I, I re-listened to it again, just the this, just this soundtrack, mm. because yeah. just today, because that was so, so great. Um, I, go ahead, Paul. I, no, no, I was going to tell a little funny anecdote story. Go for but, it. Um, Your mom loves us. So well, it's funny. behind behind the scenes. I know, but it's behind the scenes. And people who already know and like big fans of the movie. I, you know what? Already know That's going to come up. I think because I think there are th- there are people that may listen to this and they 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 watch these movies, but they, they aren't like diehards. Like oh, I watch all the commentaries and mm-hmm. I watch all the behind the scenes. So for those of you who are that might be like us and do that. We're probably going to be a little redundant some in this episode. Please apologize. We apologize for that, but we're doing it for the greater good. So, Paul, your anecdote, please. So, uh, Steven Spielberg was concerned about having Alan Silvestri do the music because um, John, or, sorry, Robert Zemeckis had him do it because he did the music on Romancing, Romancing the Stone. The Stone. Mm-hmm. Right. Retro Rewind Spiel- podcast.com slash 30. Don't sound so enthusiastic. <laughs> no, I'm just trying to remember. I don't remember it. Continue. I'll find it. Okay. Yeah, we, we covered this movie, but uh, Steven Spielberg said um, he didn't like his music in that movie. He thought uh, Back to the Future could use a little more John Williams mm. uh, flavor to it rather than Alan's previous work. And uh, Robert Zemeckis was like, oh, okay, got it, got it, I'll, I'll, I'll pass that along and we'll make it work. And so when they did the first screening, um, they had uh, temporary music and Alan Silvestri did just a, had just started composing, put it in there mm-hmm. just a little bit. Mm-hmm. So they had mostly temp music in there. And when they're screening to the film, at one point, Steven Spielberg said, oh, that's the kind of music we, we need. And that was actually Alan Silvestri's music. He said, oh, That's, nice. that is our score. Everything else is temporary. So Nice. That's awesome. That's interesting. And yes, we covered Romancing the Stone in RetroRewindPodcast.com slash 33 for Romancing the Stone with your lovely wife, Valerie Paul. Actually, I shouldn't claim she's lovely. That's your job. I'll agree. <laughs> <laughs> good, good choice. Good choice there. Uh, That's like right. a spit take thing. <laughs> um all right let's so the music uh something else i really enjoyed about this movie um was the physical comedy of michael j fox i thought it was just so funny he did so he did so many just very comical things that i appreciated 
Which people have said for years. That's why uh, Eric Stoltz was ultimately removed because he they say he didn't have the comedic sense that Michael J. Fox had. Mm-hmm. And I never really thought of Michael J. Fox being uh, like a comedian or very funny. But after the watching it this time, I was trying to keep my eye focused on it. But there are things like eyebrow raises and, mm-hmm. and different things that, that he does that really help and really play, make the movie even better. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's go back to John. Oh, um, <clears throat> I think everything I liked was uh, either spoken for or now I just have my classic maker oh okay well i have a few more things um paul let's go back to you though i like the story concept the idea the whole plot of going to the past and Mm. meeting your parents Mm -hmm. is really in your own age Mm -hmm. just that concept (laughs) is brilliant yes (laughs) i i did like that as well it's it's actually an interesting uh, not to get too nerdy scientific on you, but it's actually an interesting um, thought experiment in the whole physics of time travel. It's, yeah, it's mm-hmm. called the grandfather paradox. No, oh, yeah. I've heard of that, but I don't really know what it is. Can yeah. you explain it? Yeah, then? it's where you uh, where you go back in time uh-huh. and you kill your own grandfather. So you then die. you would not exist, right? Yeah. But, but then you, you wouldn't exist to, to go back your... in time to kill your grandfather. Ah, so you wouldn't be able to kill your grandfather. <laughs> yes. But if you go, if you fall, if you keep watching Back to the Future 2 and 3, don't you essentially just, when you kill your grandfather, don't you just generate another dimension? Yes. Another timeline where you disappear, but you still exist in the other timeline. Multiverse theory. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> That's right. I'll be here all week to <laughs> put holes in your theories because I'm a scientist. Exactly. Uh, no, I'm not. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I don't think I was about to say. I don't think you need to be a scientist for that. Yeah. Um, just got to be a jerk to sit there and poke holes at people. <laughs> the jerk's just right out of you. Um, something else I liked, and I'm curious if this sort of goes into the. You're saying how only a couple of the cinematography things. You like John and the rest, mm-hmm. not so much. But <clears throat> I think this is sort of tied to that. I I felt like the visual effects of this movie really hold up and hold yeah. up in a way similar to um, if you've been listening to the show for a while. Often when we do video games, they're typically Super Nintendo, but uh, video games in general, some we will bring up is if um, it, the 16 bit graphics are sort of their own art style. Mm. And it, because of that, they still hold up today um, because, because they, they still look good in that style. They still look good in that style. Yeah. And I feel like it's the same for this. That sort of animation over on top of the, the film, similar to what they do in Ghostbusters as well, I feel like that still holds up. If, if you're trying to add that into a movie nowadays, I don't think it would. Uh, but I think... I think in the context of this movie, it does hold up. I I think that disappearing hand in front of Marty is so real. Except for that. Okay. (laughs) That. Okay, I'll give you that. But I'm, actually, I, Robert Zemeckis went on record to say he they, he didn't like it even then back then. Oh, okay. They thought it was too uh, cheesy, but mm. they're running out of time and they they just couldn't fix it. They didn't know how to fix it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, more Photoshop skills. 
I, well, they I, didn't have it. I know. <laughs> what were you going to say, John? I, I like what you're saying, Francisco, but I'm going to have to uh, hold off until later to talk about that. Totally fine. Totally fine. <laughs> I talk about it now. <laughs> I'm sorry. I did. Uh, do you have any more, Paul? I have one more that I could talk about. Okay. I thought the, the for 1985, I thought the makeup job for... The older people, like in 1985, mm. like mm-hmm. uh, for Elaine and, you know, the older... Biff and, e- yeah. Even the doc and everything mm-hmm. I thought was really good, especially for that time. Now, it's weird because I watched it on HD this time. Mm-hmm. Oh, And if you okay. don't look at the neck... <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> it looks really good. But, uh, I mean, okay. considering for that time, I, I was impressed. And they... They said they had to uh, make up new ways of doing the makeup so that they said it's it's much easier to make someone look like 100 years old than it is 40 years old. Oh, interesting. Just put on, yeah. So they had to find out ways that the actor's face could still come through yet look just slightly older. Mm-hmm. But I thought they did a good job of... No, that's not the younger version. That's... The younger version is their normal self. The older version yes. is, yeah, is yeah. the different. I, I know what you meant. So <laughs> in, in, introducing the older version first, I thought, is a great way to trick the mind. Yeah. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you're not looking for, oh, this is what they really look like. And now yeah. oh, that's just all makeup. Yeah, that's a good yeah. point. I didn't think yeah. about that. Uh, well, I'll just, I'll, uh, I have two that I really like. Rapid fire. Rapid fire. Yeah. Mario and Doc's r- Friendship. I thought it was yes. really awesome. Mm-hmm. It's weird in, in a non-pedophile way, but <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I do like it's it. It's great. Yeah, I love how, yeah. how much they they love each other. Really, generally. Um, and then I thought the tension that they build up in the end clock tower sequence is yeah. is great. I like yeah. and I like it pays it off really well I, with the music and the, again I like the visuals of it. Um, and the cinematography, John. Uh, <laughs> um, but I really that like lightning that. above Doc looks so real. Yes, <laughs> the rotoscoped lightning. I, really th- I thought it. I thought it looked good. <laughs> no, it does. I yeah. mean, it doesn't look. It doesn't look. It doesn't like look like it's lightning. on Microsoft Paint. But, but I, I'm not here thinking, oh, that's that's lightning's not real. I, I, I'm yeah. very much like, oh, that's. I'm very. My suspension of disbelief mm-hmm. is very. Good. I think You're caught is. up in the moment. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so that's good. So let's get caught up in the things we loved most about Back to the Future. Uh, let's begin with John. Well, I think we sort of touched on it already, but okay. I'm just going to go for it and say the cinematography. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I started with it, and I'm going to end with it. No, um, Mar- uh, Marty, uh, Michael J. Fox. I mean, oh, yeah. he made this movie. I mean, I his, think Robert Zemeckis made this movie. Well, yes, I think they all he did. had a part, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> but uh, as far as acting goes, I mean, he was far and away the best actor in this movie. Yeah, and he he had some some subtleties that you didn't really even pick up on on the first run through, mm-hmm. and yeah, like just reading about Eric Stoltz <laughs> and how this movie could have been made. And you know, thank God. 
That's all I can say. <laughs> I, Poor Eric. I know. I feel bad for him. I yeah. feel so bad, but I am glad. Happens all the time. Yeah. I am glad it ended up being Michael J. Fox. Yeah. He, it's he def- kind of funny to be famous for not playing something. Yeah. I mean, that's what he's most known for. Right? Unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he has done other things. He is a good actor. I've seen him in other things, but he's unfortunately most known for not being in this. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, awesome. Michael J. Fox. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paul, what? I'm going to piggyback off and say the whole cast, not just Michael J. Ooh, Fox, okay. but, but everybody involved from uh, Christopher Lloyd to even Leah Thompson, the mm. way the different she, mm-hmm. and Crispin Glover. Talk about little nuances. If you just yeah. watch his choices. And Biff and everybody, it's great that everyone brought their A game. I just for love everyone. Movie. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. These guys, right. I love these guys. <laughs> just kill one of them, <laughs> Eric Stoltz. <laughs> oh, oh too Eric. soon. Sorry. <laughs> Actually, they killed off Crispin Glover for the second. Yeah, one. they did. Yeah. yeah. Um. Anyway, we'll talk about that when we cover Back to the Future Two upcoming <laughs> but uh, the thing i love most about the back to the future and we we talked about this already i could tell but i it's, i'm a so i'm a sucker for almost all time travel movies mm. and i think this is an awesome example of seeding so many things in the beginning that you pay off at by the end everything's there's a reason for everything and it gives you a reason to go back and watch it multiple times to catch all the different yes. things mm-hmm. And yes. one thing I just found out about today, this alternate Marty. Um, have you guys heard of this theory that of this alternate Marty? Apparently, go on. apparently. So, so the the movie we watch, nineteen eighty five, yes. Marty with his bad sucky parents, mm-hmm. and then he goes and returns into another dimension where he has not his parents are nice because he fixed things. Mm-hmm. Now, if you watch the scene in the in the Twin Pines Mall at the beginning of the movie, yeah, right, right after Doc or right, right when Doc is throwing his gun, there's apparently this light shimmer in the back where you see a figure pass by it, and the theory is that that is the Marty who, in his own timeline, he is accompanying Doc or or some or he's coming from. That's essentially the Marty from the good timeline where mm-hmm. he has good parents and stuff and he comes back and he is now in the bad timeline where he has sucky parents and Doc's dead. Mm. No, <clears throat> that doesn't make sense because that Marty jumped in the DeLorean to go back. No, no, but this is the this is the other I haven't read the whole thing. I'm giving you just yeah, a, my best takeaway. How does he go into the all, the bad alternate? Uh, Google alternate Mary McFly uh, no, theory. No, it doesn't make do sense. It. I do refuse to even believe that we even... No. I'll do it. It doesn't make any sense that you are here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, but it, it is interesting to find out if this Marty is in in this world, where is the Marty that grew up Ex- with good parents yeah it's kind of like a fl- mm. yes i mean it they depends didn't on necessarily how you could- flip-flop well but it is interesting to think about yeah, yeah. anyway but so that's one thing i that i caught on this is like my hundredth time watching the movie if uh-huh. not um that i realized that the first doc it did actually die the wait I einstein died 
No, not no. Oh, oh, the Doc first Brown. Doc. Oh, I oh yeah. Doc. Okay, yes. Yeah, hmm. I was like, I I always in my head just like, well, yeah, because I'm I'm thinking one timeline, not alternate yeah, timelines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what? And see, ah, this is so great that you there's still stuff to go back and rewatch. I, I guess maybe that's more my my classic. Rewatchability. This movie is so rewatchable. Yeah. Yes, it's got layers. Yeah. It's got many layers, just like <laughs> Shrek. Oh, oh great! Can I have layers? Yes, exactly. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, before we get to the things we didn't like about this movie. I'm sure you guys have a bunch. Uh, <laughs> oh, so many! It's a I terrible can't movie. I can't. Is it as terrible oh. as Mind Python and the Holy Grail? We'll see. <laughs> That's right. I said it's terrible. <laughs> I don't know why I'm why I'm straining the hardest nest. I really I should just it's quiet. Anyway, we like to go. Uh, we put on our Facebook group page, which you can join by going to retrorewindpodcast.com/group. Uh, we post when we're going to be covering a new movie uh, and uh, not a new movie, covering the next movie or game and what are your memories of it. And this is what you all had to say. Paul Stevenson said, uh, Hey, Biff, get your hands off her. So that that's his good. girlfriend movie. Thank that you. was really good. <laughs> uh, then we got uh, Rachel Wunsch. I said, pay close attention to the name of the mall from the beginning of the movie to the end of the movie. Remember, Marty, any actions you take in the past can cause serious consequences. Excuse me, in the future. Uh, Doc. So Doc Brown said that. Oh, and side note: this is my brother's favorite movie, and he introduced me to the podcast. So thank you, Rachel's brother. Eric Purcell said, "Your name's Calvin. You are my density." Plus, the Darth Vader Star Trek scene. Great movie. Two enthusiastic thumbs up. Then Nate Henderson said, I don't want to speak in extremes, but if Francisco rates this movie anything less than a classic, I'm going to invent a time machine and travel back to the moment when he first saw this film. Then I will proceed to shower him with candy, toys, and $100 bills as he watched the movie, so there was absolutely no way he could associate this movie with anything except pure classic awesomeness. <laughs> and capitalism. <laughs> capitalism. That was well thought out. Yes. Uh, and uh, so Eric responded to Nate saying, maybe Francisco has a time machine himself and knew you would shower him with gifts and money. That's why he's stingy with his classic reigns. He had this whole thing planned. Wink emoticon. <laughs> That's right. I'm that... Four thoughts. Diabolical. Yeah, that's a better word. It's <laughs> uh, a word, your favorite. Uh, Edward DeCian said, The greatest ending ever. Roads, where we're going, we don't need roads. A great cliffhanger and the great. That was so stupid. Grandpa love. hit him with the car. Oh <laughs> uh, Marcus uh, Lineker said, I love this movie. One of my all time favorites. A few years back melody lynn um her wife his wife oh okay melody lynn took me to the 25th anniversary screening for my birthday oh that's awesome it was so awesome to see the film on the big screen again can't wait to listen to the podcast thank you marcus i hope you're enjoying it marcus (laughs) uh deb powers former guest host said love these movies the third one is my favorite great quote Wow, Doc, that's heavy. And then Doc's classic answer. 
which is it is it just great oh oh heavy why are things always heavy in the future oh yes is there something wrong with the earth's gravitational pull um finally <laughs> finally uh longtime listener ryan r jackson said ah uh, did i miss it no you didn't miss it you got in just under the wire ran uh this movie de- well you got a time machine just go back this movie defines much of my childhood i even drew out plans to build a time machine never did construct it and oh and look where the world is now classic Thank you. mistake yeah, I, I'm glad Ryan got this in just at the last second because it prompted me. I wanted to share a little story, a little Francisco story time. My brother Katek, oh. who you can go back and listen to on RetroRewindPodcast.com slash 18 for our Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles arcade game episode. Anyway, he had one of these Fisher-Price like yellow cars that you, you pedaled and steered with these side... side um, I can't... Ex- Explain it really well on a podcast, but handles, handles. Thank you, <laughs> handles on the side of where you'd set, and that's how you steered and you pedaled it. And after watching this movie, I got in my head that I could turn that into a time machine. So I took some like extra wires, <laughs> some spare remote controls, and for somehow I feel like I cut up his car to put these wires in. Long story short, we never Too traveled late. back in time. <laughs> And I ruined his Fisher Price car. <laughs> oh, yeah! <laughs> How many DeLoreans have been ruined with the same story? <laughs> yeah. So I'm sorry, Katak, if you ever listen to this, for doing that to your car. And if you don't, he's not sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's all the memories we had from Facebook. Thank you again to everyone who left us your memories of Back to the Future. Now it is time to get to the things we hated about BTTF. And I'll go ahead and kick us off. I thought George George McFly, George. the character George, George McFly, <laughs> for the the how timid his character is, it was not believable to believable to me that even Marty could push him into talking to Lorraine. I feel like he would just would not. Marty didn't. Darth Vader did. But even that, I feel like is. Is no, over. no, no, no. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> no, wait, wait. no, actually, no, pause. No. no, no, no. Hold on. Hold, hold the phone. <laughs> hold. Are you holding it? He, Marty, does get George to go and say hi when he gets yeah. to the school at first. He yes. says, "Let me introduce you, to my introduce you to somebody." And they go over, and Lorraine totally ignores him, but he still like gets all like, uh, um, "Hey, suave." I, suave. He. His, that is totally outside what his character... A person that timid would be not like that. Well, I don't know. Everybody's different. I know everyone, <laughs> And Paul? if you put your mind to it, you can accomplish anything. <laughs> We're not that timid, Paul and I. <laughs> so that, that's... No, but if you're so timid, you have all that built-up energy, and you're going to release it into this suave... Uh, notion that no one will notice. He would get too. He would get too frazzled to do that. I, I guess I'm. Hi. I'm. I'm assuming, but or inferring, but that's that's my opinion. Hmm. And so you I know what like happens that. when you assume. That's why I changed it to an inference. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, the same thing happens when you assume. You either become a highly deductible, logical, reasoning person that people admire, like <laughs> like Sherlock Holmes, 
or you become an ass. One two. <laughs> Where's the bleep button? <laughs> ass is in the Bible, so oh. I'm not gonna. Oh, man, hey, I'm sure he's about be, becoming time. a donkey. Yeah, he's talking about becoming a donkey. I'm sure. <laughs> so. I, I, that's I, what happens when you assume you turn into a donkey <laughs> or Sherlock Holmes one of the two <laughs> or Sherlock Holmes donkey where's Eddie Murphy when you need him <laughs> wow the hate section has become a train wreck that's amazing uh, John what well, is we got nothing else to talk about something, well, no I'm sure John's over here just waiting I'm waiting to go town waiting. oh good let's go here we go so what's something you didn't like about back to the future i don't know i don't i don't want to be like the the you know the nerdy scientist guy but let's go rain on the parade come on i I have to say that doc brown is a terrible 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 scientist (laughs) no scientific (laughs) method nothing like gigawatts are you kidding me oh yeah it's gigawatts man get it straight no even back then they didn't know it's still like data, data. <laughs> it's still so. okay. Is it an animated GIF or an animated GIF? They GIF, both start GIF. with G. It's GIF. See, but it's still debated. Yeah. Okay. So there's I, two. I there's agree. two G's it's, in that word, though. <laughs> you should match the G's, right? They're both followed by a vowel. I have. Yeah. It seems like it, it, if it's supposed to be gigawatt, it'd be started with a J, like right. jigsaw. Right. All I know is choosy moms choose GIF, not GIF. <laughs> <laughs> And um, way to be on point there, Paul. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, not even not even the gigawatt. Well, he's a he's a crackpot. Oh, I'm sorry. I'll let you finish. That's I'll let you finish. Okay. Sorry. He, that's Go fine. Ahead. That's fine. He okay. Not even the gigawatt. That's that's not even the biggest thing for me. Okay. The biggest okay, thing. Okay. I was about one, to say one point twenty one. Who says one point twenty one? It's one point two one. Oh yeah. But one point twenty one just flows. No, so it does not. <laughs> Flow. Yeah, it's one point two one. Is a little stilted in the delivery. <laughs> it I, sounds I more scientific it. if oh, they yeah, want him to be believable. Well, one and one fifth thereabouts. <laughs> so, I gotta say, if I under, if I remember Doc Brown's character correctly, he's not so much a scientist as just someone who has a lot of money and likes to invent things. He's more of an right. Inventor, he's a crackpot really. inventor. Yeah, right. It, does, but does he just, claim he's a scientist though? He I has mean, a my. PhD. Well, it does. Well, yeah, more power to him. Then go argue with the school, John, <laughs> not Doc Brown. His name's they describe, Doc. <laughs> they describe him as absent-minded, so he's not going to record everything like and test everything. He's one of those people that puts something together and mm-hmm. say, oh, that works? Okay, this is just temporary, mm-hmm. But he and he goes works on something else and, and leaves the temporary as stationary because he's uh, absent-minded. Yes. I think it all started with that bump in the head that Marty walked oh, in on, yeah. on 1955. Yeah, but you got to go with what works. <laughs> <laughs> of course, that bump in the head led to his only thing that did work. Exactly. Uh, right. um, well, that, his dog food machine worked. That's true. And the big and amplifier worked until back. someone decided to blow it all out. Uh, well, over, anyway... <laughs> Over nine thousand. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see, Paul. What was something you didn't like about Back to the Future? Oh, were you done with your scientist rant, John? I'm sorry. There's other things, but I, I don't want to bore anyone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm curious. So, was one more thing. One more thing. Yeah, that was one. unscientific. Oh, you're disappointing me. I thought you had this list all prepared. 
Well, I only heard Count Barry. Oh, oh, so maybe there were only two things. Maybe there were only two things. Okay. Let me think about it. I'll keep, keep going. Okay, we'll go. I mean, all. did you see his shoes? <laughs> I mean, how scientific? Terrible. What kind of scientist? Oh, actually, no, no, this. Perfect. I had a question. Mm-hmm. So Marty is filming with his videotape while the plutonium is out. Wouldn't the video camera be irradiated? Mm. I'm not that kind of scientist. I don't know. I'm asking well, you. I'm kinda, asking the, kind, there you I'm go. asking John. There well, you go. here, here. If you ever put film through a uh, X-ray machine, sometimes it gets wiped out completely. Sometimes it's only halfway. Sometimes it doesn't. Right. Do so it's do not. At, no, at the airport. Yeah. This is before oh. digital cameras. Oh, yes. oh, okay, okay, okay. When you go through, sometimes your your film was completely wiped. Sometimes nothing. Mm-hmm. So this could have been the time where nothing happened while vi- videotaping. Yeah. Oh, all right. Um, okay. There's another one right there. You reminded me. Mm. Okay. So um, the uranium's not red. That's true. <laughs> uh, uranium, yes, it's not red. It's a rock. Actually, well, not pluton- it's plutonium. Sorry, it's plutonium. Uranium. It's a rock. Um, but he puts the plutonium in the car. He uh-huh. takes it off. He takes his mask off. Right. Uh-huh. Uh, puts he it says back. It's opens- lead lined. We're good. Yeah, yeah. He says it's yeah. all fine. That's good. He opens the case full of uranium. <laughs> without- plutonium. Plutonium. Sorry, I'm sorry. It's plutonium. You're right. He opens the case full of plutonium. That's a good point. <laughs> without any well, protective wear. Plastic- no, but, but it's on the plastic. But it's in the plastic room. when he's yeah, putting when he it, puts in. it in. I'm just saying it's not very. <laughs> and what I is mean, plastic going to do? By the time he it deteriorates him, he'll be long gone. All right, all right. <laughs> and he uh, might grow a third arm in the meantime. I don't know. All right. So, Paul, what is something you don't like? Um, I don't know. <laughs> There, I even debated even going down this path, but I gotta think. I gotta have something. I okay. thought it was kind of weird and mean and unnecessary for Strickland to be so personal against Marty. He's like, don't even. I saw. Mm. I saw you signed up for the band rehearsal. Don't even try. Mm. No McFly has ever made it. It's like that's great that he's trying for something as person who's head of discipline. Yeah, okay, this is a problem child, but you don't discourage people on a personal level like that, yeah. you know? You get them for the tardiness. You get them for, you know, you can still be a bully without getting personal and still arrive at the line somehow that no McFly is... Oh, well, Marty, I know they wanted to say, have Marty say, well, history's going to change. You yeah, know what I mean? yeah. You can still arrive at that without making Strickland, which I... I I want to like as yeah. as a as a I'm trying to think of the right word but a disciplinarian yeah mm-hmm. I would say I'm not hey I like disciplinarians <laughs> but I think he does a great job like I like his character it's just I don't think it's it's a little too mean and too personal against Marty for some reason yeah it seems I, weird I totally see that I, I didn't think about that but it does seem like. It, it's almost like a, a piece of the story is maybe missing where George really gets under his skin or something, and maybe now he's taking that out on Marty. I could see if there was that element, but what do you think about that, John? Well, I think um, I don't know much about the 80s because I wasn't alive for very long in the 80s, but I think oh, really? it, it is a very... How old are you? 
I don't know if I whoa. want to say. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I was about to say, whoa, he just got person. Oh, I'll, t- hey. I'll tell you later. I'm struggling <laughs> um, over milk and cookies. But it's it's definitely <laughs> it's definitely Kleenex. an 80s trope, though, right? The awful principal. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. We're talking. Right. We're yeah. talking. Uh, Ferris Bueller's yeah, Day you, Off. Yeah. And Breakfast right. Club. Breakfast Club. Yeah. Just terrible principles all around. Good point. Okay, so it's probably just a. Continuation Saved of that. by the 80s trope. Good job. <laughs> so maybe maybe the 80s were actually like that. I don't know. Possibly. Yeah. All right. Uh, something else. Let's see. I didn't like about Back to the Future was, <clears throat> and this is probably kind of a plot hole. Uh, why didn't Lorraine just go out the passenger side door when Biff was molesting slash raping her? Mm. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, that's, that's a good point. Yeah. But he probably grabbed her before she could get away. I mean, I guess I he is, so. he does, he does seem very imposing, but I mean, it doesn't and seem strong. like she's making so much of an effort to get away. Maybe there I, were bushes I, on the I'm other not, side. I'm, I'm not saying that she, she, she really was secretly into it or something. Not, not that at all. I'm just saying it seemed like, and me and me and Christy, my wife, were discussing this earlier. If may, we didn't know, maybe in the fifties, since you know, uh, more women empowerment hadn't really happened. If mm. maybe women back then were more, um, uh, just sort of like, well, I guess if this is going to happen to me, it happens to me. I, I, I would, ho- I would no. hope not. That seems so sad. But may, I, maybe I listened to an interview with, um, oh, what's her name that plays Lorraine. I can't believe I forgot Leah yeah. Thompson. Uh, Leah Thompson, where she said that her motivation behind her was that uh, she was actually she's a product of the '40s, where the women went to the workplaces, and then when the world was over, when said, the world okay, was women, over, <laughs> when the World War II, sorry, was over. <laughs> They said, okay, women go back in the homes. Yeah. And so they felt repressed. Mm-hmm. And so she's a child of that who is actually really horny and uh, and rebelling against that and wants to go out and, like, yeah. you know, kiss the boys and be mm-hmm. that kind of person. So mm-hmm. she wasn't the kind of person that was just going to let, you know, Biff, you know, g- get his meat hooks into her. Yeah. Those, so, so why isn't that shown more then, I guess? Well, it's 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 kind of like, well, what do you do when you're on fire? Well, you're supposed to stop, drop, and roll, but in the moment of panic, not everybody does the logical. Oh, okay. Hmm. Yeah, like when that E.T. screams and yeah. you like, have to run away. Some people turn into a giant <laughs> wuss and, <laughs> and want to run away <laughs> instead of being scientific and go after it. <laughs> Retro on podcast.com slash 69 for that one. For um, ET. For <laughs> ET, yeah. Um, okay. That's, so that's, that's actually my, a, that's my a valid point. Uh, do you have any extra input on that, John? You being a woman and all. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, when that, did that, that all sounds <laughs> That all sounds plausible. <laughs> okay. Again, thank you for being a yes man. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just wait. I'm sorry. Just wait. I'm sorry. I, I'm I'm being mean to our our forecast. I appreciate you coming it's my on. I'm first sorry. time. I know, and I'm being I'm being such a a, a meanie bohemi. Uh, let's see that too. <laughs> <laughs> let's go back to John. What's another thing you didn't like? No, 
Boom. Right. Not a yes man. Okay. Um, <laughs> well played, sir. Actually, I'm going to say no because you said special effects earlier, and I will say that was my uh, big dislike. Uh, like your tragic maker? No, no. Oh, oh. Just but one of dislike? the big dislikes All right, that's of fair. this movie. Um, I You're mean, really hoping all, for CGI up the yin yang. I mean, Industrial Light and Magic did the special mm-hmm. effects. Yeah. Uh, all three Star Wars movies came out before this. Mm-hmm. And I'm hoping for a not, little bit better. Not all three. I think Return of the Jedi came out after. Oh, 86 maybe? Yeah, I think. Okay. I I Sorry. We just lost our geek cred <laughs> right there. The fact that we didn't know for sure is shameful. All right, everyone turn no, in your I geek card. I think it was 83. Come on. Bring it that forward. That seems too, too soon. No, it wasn't 83. It was. It was 83. No. no. Yes. Yes. May twenty fifth, nineteen eighty three. For Return of the Jedi, Re- Return of the Jedi was released in theaters. I don't believe Nailed it until I see it. Nailed it! Dang it! <laughs> okay, all three Star Wars movies came out before this. Don't worry, it'll wind up on the editing floor. <laughs> <laughs> and um, uh, so the the two things that bugged me like like Paul was saying <laughs> was the neck makeup uh, oh, oh. did not did, look so good. Did you great. watch this in HD as well? I did. Okay. Yes. I watched it in SD, so okay. I I'm completely yeah, oblivious. I don't rem- yeah, I didn't notice it when I ever watched in SD and mm-hmm. this is the first time and it's like it's amazing how crisp and clear yeah. is one of the things that I actually like for a 1985 movie uh-huh. that Robert Zemeckis was able to get crisp and clear shots. Yeah. And unfortunately, it's crisp and clear on the neck as well. <laughs> Everything's in focus. I'm yeah. I'm curious if like the visual effects hold up worse in HD. Then I I, I mean again I saw an SD. Oh yeah, maybe maybe that that's a very good possibility. Mm-hmm. But okay, but you didn't like any of them. Um. I mean, they didn't special feature it like uh, Star Wars. Yeah, when they were re-released. Well, I was reading that on the IMDb that there's only like f- seven or eight special effects shots in the whole movie. Mm-hmm. So the hand I hated, the neck yeah, I, I hated, okay. and the, <laughs> the fire skid marks that somehow what? magically appeared under Marty's foot. I did not. That like. was amazing. <laughs> but what about? I would love for that to happen to me. <laughs> and he's not trying to stamp out this fire that's obviously going to be no, burning his leg. Again, sh- in shock. No stop, drop, and roll. <laughs> Do you like the light shooting out from DeLorean and the time travel, though? That's all I, I care about. I, th- I think all the rotoscoping was fine. <laughs> okay. Yes. All right. Then yes, for the, the time. Lightning. Then we can be friends. Yes. Okay. Lightning was fine. Yep. All right. Everything. All right. The all hand. Right. The hand, not so the much. The proton packs, those are fine. Okay. Yeah. All right, cool. Uh, let's see. I, I, only, I only have my tragic maker left. Paul, do you have any more? Yes, I have my tragic maker. Uh, okay, John, you, the floor is yours. You can rapid fire all your all right, 100 boom. more things you don't like about this movie. <laughs> no, really. I just Minute have... 1.21. <laughs> yes, 1.21. Scene um, 2, interior. <laughs> I think just the one thing that I have left was there were, I mean, kind of a few plot holes. I feel mm. there's a little, I mean, it's hard to make a time travel movie without that, some yeah. time, uh, plot holes. But the whole, the thing that really got me was the whole picture disappearing part. 
Yes, yes. Yeah. That's my tragic maker. Oh, oh well, go, go ahead, and then, Paul, you can go right But I agree with you, is what yes, I'm saying. I got yes. your back on this one. Yeah. <laughs> um, that would, I mean, if this were ever to happen in real life, which, yeah, probably not, but um, the moment, you know, it, Marty. It happened just a bit ago. We had those time travelers, <laughs> yeah. us, from oh. the future. Oh, I totally that forgot a about bit. that. That was a while ago now. <laughs> Um, they, they, uh, yeah, once, once he pushed his dad out of the way of the car, um, he, he should have disappeared. Everyone would have disappeared. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And if you're going to disappear slowly, the first person to disappear would have been, been the Marty. last boy. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Which would have been Marty. So, and I like I, that. Uh, his insides were disappearing first, apparently, because he was all like in pain that he was disappearing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I haven't thought that. of it like that. Yeah, yeah but yeah. <laughs> apparently, it starts from the inside and, and works its and way. And why out. didn't his head disappear first, like his brother? <laughs> yeah. and he's just walking around without a head. Exactly. Um, yeah, that's good. Well mm-hmm. put. So, Paul, that was your but, tragic maker. Or, well, my tragic maker is the fact it, it goes along with that it, oh. is because this is one of the reasons why I don't like alternate timeline movies and why I prefer the Bill and Ted Whatever uh, happened, time happened. travel. Right. Yeah. So that you can go back in the past and affect it and without changing the future because the future is already is because of what happened because Mm -hmm. of these time paradoxes like you mentioned as soon as you go back you should disappear or die or something because Mm -hmm. you're the butterfly effect exactly where you um but also uh, this is on a side note that kind of bugs me. He says, I have a time machine. I'm going to go back 10 minutes. 10 minutes. Give yourself at least a day to, <laughs> to approach Doc and, you know, okay, where do That's we pick a point, up yeah. uh, bulletproof material or, you know, how do we want to go about this? Yeah. Because that takes time. Not okay, like, but that- um, dodge to the left. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you'd have as appealing a movie if you actually did that, though. I know, which is why scientists don't make movies. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Another um, another thing, though. Yeah, go for um, it, John. Paul and, and Francisco, you would know you, you're native Californians, are you not? I was yes. born in California. Okay, so... Um, I was born in Hill Valley. So obviously no, this is <laughs> obviously this is just a time machine and not a, a time space machine, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. So wherever the car yes. was in in, in 1985, it's going to be there yes. when it's in 1955. So is yes. the same you like spot. or don't like? This is something I don't like because obviously yes. there's earthquakes, right? And mm-hmm. your 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 land's moving. Stuff's going to happen. Here's the thing: if you well, go uh, back oh, oh. a week. <laughs> If you go back a week, you are not in the same um, rotation around the sun. Right. So you're going to be, or the same time period of the day, you might even be, if you got the same rotation, let's say part of the year, correct? Mm -hmm. Like he said, go to a different date. Well, different dates, you're different parts of the universe, like in the solar system orbiting around the sun. Okay. All right. All right. All right. So even if you were to figure that out, how do you know you're not going to land in the middle of the ocean? Hold on. Because of the the rotation rotation of the Earth. Okay. Okay. Let me try to defend this a little bit. Okay. This is why you invent flying cars (laughs) in space. (laughs) Well, I I guess I'm going to say... 
the flux capacitor somehow accounts mm. for the change in, in space. Though I think even in this in the documentaries or special features, they say something in the effect of, yeah, we made sure it was DeLorean because they wanted, they wanted them to, to move. move around because right. you couldn't just end up in, in Rome or some other place all of a sudden. Yeah. So I yes. I realized that that's a little counter to what their intent was, but I'm just going to say the flux capacitor does that because it's even more powerful than even the filmmakers realize. Because it makes those calculations like Google does now. Exactly. They can figure out that. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Uh, three strands of light putting together. That's what you get. <laughs> um, and then, <laughs> uh, let's see, what was your other point, John? Your, um, earthquakes. Earthquakes. So for all we know, Hill Valley is on the same plate. Okay. So it's only you're you're only talking about if it's different different tectonic plates, I would think. But the roads shift; they could be an inch higher, an inch lower. And if you you uh, tr- you actually they'd be lower in the future as the sand settles. Mm-hmm. This is why bridges, like if you go over bridges, especially in Southern California, mm-hmm. you can feel the bump going up a bridge, and then like when the bridge ends, you go down a little bit. That's because the the ground is constantly sifting and mm-hmm. shifting down a little. Maybe that's so how the bus made it across because of the shifted of the sands. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. I, I can't. I I don't know enough about geography to really help with that. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So, what was your tragic maker? Uh, Francisco. Well, let's go. Oh, oh okay. is, are you are you finished, John? Yeah, it, was there any more, John, that you had? No, that's it. Plot holes? Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I'll go ahead and do my tragic maker, and then we'll cap it off with you, John. Thank you. Uh, the thing I hated most, kind of related to my, my, the first thing I said, why would George ever think that Lorraine liked Biff? Like, in the cafeteria, he's like, <laughs> like I think she, she likes someone else. <laughs> <laughs> I just think, I mean, it's so Because obvious. they're interacting. No, but it's so obvious. She, like, slaps him right in front of him and everything. I, I, it makes no sense to me why he's like, oh, yeah. I think you'd rather go with someone else. Well, because he's socially <laughs> awkward. He doesn't get it. I don't know. That's weird. Even if you're socially awkward. Yeah, I'm sure your you're, science you're, theater. This is your tragic maker? Yes, this is my tragic maker. Okay. It pulls you right out of the movie. I understand. Mm-hmm. It, it didn't really, but I needed something. <laughs> <laughs> I like how he points the wrong way first and then points right at her. <laughs> uh, Who? Okay. Uh, Maybe it's yeah. like, um, what's that? Oh, crap, what's that like psychological disease where a captor like falls in, or uh, oh, uh, a hostage falls in love? Stro, stro, stro uh, Stockholm Syndrome. Stockholm Syndrome. Yes. That's Maybe it's it Stockholm Syndrome where Marty's dad, um, you know, he's always being beat up by Biff, so he actually starts to look up to him oh. as like an idol. Huh. And he's like, he's actually cheering for Biff and marty's mom to get oh, together i like that I like theory that I, the, and i don't theory. like the fact that i like it darn it <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good that's yeah, good maybe, maybe. i like it i like it uh but what is the least good about this movie john in your opinion well you know what we've been talking about it for a while but i just want to say the the whole biff uh marty's dad i keep forgetting his first name um, George, George? Crispin, thank you. Glover. Yeah, oh, Crispin George. Glover, George, uh, Biff, George, George relationship. George, oh, I, 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 I think he's a whiny, 
donkey at the beginning <laughs> of the movie. <laughs> George, we're talking hey, about George. Okay. George. Yeah. Oh my and gosh. like, who would put up with that, first of all? And yeah. And, I know what you're thinking. <laughs> and I know. I know. And I, I think, I think, don't um, like confrontation. <laughs> that's not an excuse. <laughs> and I think that's a very, it is. I almost feel like, yeah, what adults are like that? No. I mean, I don't no. like confrontation, oh, but I'm not going to put up yeah. with something like that. If someone's knocking on yeah, your head like a door. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Calling your son a butthead? No, thank you. Yeah. I'll have none of that. Ridiculous. <laughs> Say hi to your mom for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then even even on top of that is... So um, we we get redemption, right? We get mm-hmm. we get uh, George knocking Biff out at Which, the end. That feels good, and it I feels mean... great, right? <laughs> it feels awesome. But then, right, we want redemption in this this whole Biff dad relationship. So we go in Back to the Future, dun dun dun, <laughs> and um, we see that Marty's dad is now Biff, like. I yeah. feel like he is he bullying is make, him. He's making, but well, he's making Biff wax his car. He's making Biff do what he's no, paying he's Biff paying to do. Do he's not making it. He's not holding him down. Going now, wax I my car, know. wax my car. Yeah, actually, he is with his money, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's paying for his service. He should get his service. Yeah. Okay, okay. And Biff is trying to get out of it. Yeah, yeah. After he's already paid for it, so it's like that's fair. That's fair. But what I didn't like is like, <laughs> oh, we would have never got together if he didn't try to rape you. <laughs> yeah, that is fair. I didn't yeah. think about that. Was that no, it's your son. Don't you recognize your own son? No. Um, I was going to say, um, well, another thing I disliked about the Biff Dad relationship, which isn't actually the Oh, Biff- yeah, you were talking about the Biff Dad relationship. And where you, oh, Biff George relationship. Biff George relationship. Okay, okay. Sorry. And I, and I don't. I mean, this isn't actually part of the Biff George relationship, <laughs> but I I thought you guys were saying all the acting was so good, and I thought I thought George McFly was so over the top, just huh. like outrageous. Oh, oh, he does his little shoulder thing, and he's all like, yeah. But everybody's reacting to him like, okay, he's a little weird, which helps ground it. I don't know. I I just All thought right. there you was disagree? There, there could be I, I love it. I'm not a yes man. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Stand up for yourself, John. I just think he could have been a little bit more subtle with his wimpiness. <laughs> but then it wouldn't have been as funny. That's true. That's true. There was a little I, physical. I, I think they're trying to go for a contrast with Marty. Though where does Marty get that gusto if if his dad's nothing like it? Maybe he just wants to be the complete opposite of his yeah. dad. You'll you'll find out, Francis. Bite <laughs> Ah, there's three. <laughs> now the bite me monster will show up. <laughs> all right, guys, we've entered all our firing coordinates into the firing computer. Alice, do you have a firing solution for Back to the Future? It stinks. Firing solution complete. Rating salvo at the ready. On your mark. Sorry. Yeah, I hope so, Paul. Alice is very important trying to tell us what's going on with the ship, and you're just like, oh, I don't care. I don't care what's going yeah, on. Yeah, I just whatever. interrupt, whatever. <laughs> yeah. We're going to rate 
Back to the Future, is it a classic? We'd recommend anyone watch it, whether they've seen it before or not. A nostalgic, we'd only recommend you watch it again if you have seen it before. Or a tragic, we would not recommend you see this ever, whether you've seen it before or not. Let's begin with our guest, John. How do you rate Back to the Future? Well, you know, there was a lot of dislikes that I had. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys noticed, but... Yes, it was a very unscientific movie. How and, dare they? And, and I agree with uh, some of those, yeah. and those are some major ones. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, I had a few likes, that's true. So, um, you know, just uh, this movie, I would have to give it a nostalgic. Mm. I mean, that's nostalgic. <laughs> it, it's nostalgic. Okay. I, mean, I mean, oh, good, I, good, I, good decision, yes. Well... If I'm if I'm just if I'm just judging the movie by itself, I'd give it a nostalgic. Mm-hmm. But I'm not judging the movie by itself. Right. I'm what? also are you judging the ride too? I'm judging the ride. I'm <laughs> the judging ride the cartoon, awesome. and no, yes. I'm judging <laughs> the the pop culture phenomenon that is yeah. Back to the Future. So is that how you rate movies in general? Though I rate movies like this. I take the movie into account, and then oh. I also take into account how it has affected American pop oh, culture. Okay, And there, there is no bigger movie in the 80s than Back to the Future. It's Star Wars. Oh, and Star Wars. <laughs> but and E.T. Okay. <laughs> well, why don't you guys just pick apart my <laughs> argument here? And I'm going to say it's actually a classic. Really? Boom. Oh my goodness. Yes. I'm so... I'm. I mean, so not, if it didn't lady. have the phenomena that it did, it, if you were uh, on an island by itself, it. you would. And I watched it, it in 2015. Salt. Yes. So yes. okay. So okay. Let's, interesting. I kind of <clears throat> I've, I've I rated it. Um, Wait, I'm not. Um, I, I wanted to say, no, but so, I was about to say. All right, all right. I fine, rated, for the same reason, I rated Ace Ventura classic because of the oh the oh that's right. On, mm. Yeah. Okay. So go ahead. Thank, yeah, and I'm sorry I interrupted you, Paul. I'm curious. <laughs> no, I interrupt you all the time. <laughs> Good point. Uh, with your curiosity. <laughs> <laughs> or without your curiosity. That's if, what I do. <laughs> so you would, because of the pop culture relevance, you would recommend it to someone who hasn't seen it before? Is that uh, it's kind of what you're saying? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Right. Yeah, it's kind of like, look, if you haven't seen this, you need to see yeah. it just so you know what's going on. What sort of cave are you living I, in? I am curious, since you said for if it's just by itself a movie, mm-hmm. what would you cons- what movie around this time would you consider a classic? Or would you know that off the top of your head? Or a time travel movie? Or oh yeah, or yeah, a time travel movie. Oh, because there's so many to choose from. <laughs> <laughs> um. I really think Looper got it right. I I love I I, I mean I know I really thought Looper was a good movie. Mm-hmm. It's you hard for me to say. I, I that love was a terrible movie. <laughs> it's not a terrible movie. The time travel it part was. was right. It, it got that right. Why, yes. Why was it terrible, Paul? Oh, I forget why. But <laughs> I I hate the oh the ending, the way he decided to solve the the big problem. That was in the end. but that was the only thing. He There's could other do. ways. Spoiler no, it's not people, the only spoiler, thing. Maybe. That's not the only way. He had no time, Paul. <laughs> yeah, the answer's always out of time. <laughs> Read the license anyway. plate. Out of time. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, Paul, how do you rate? Wait, are we done? Are we finished with? Um, I think so, John. On that end. Yeah. yeah you classic. Boom. Classic. Okay. Yeah. Classic. All right. I will agree with John that this is nostalgic. 
because it is it is so fun it brings back memories <laughs> okay and uh if you haven't seen it i would also r- recommend <laughs> that you watch this because <laughs> yeah. this movie is a classic i mean me. <laughs> honestly this here, is like, like one of the so best like, movies oh, of man, all time i'm so sad because i was hoping for classic but you guys are saying so okay Okay, it's gonna be okay. It's gonna be okay. <laughs> no, this is one of the best movies of all times. Yeah. It's it's yeah. easily in my top ten, if not my top three. Wow, like, it is that. Back to the Future one, two, three. <laughs> Whoa! How'd you know? No, it's um, two, but, one, and three. That's the order for sure. No, one, three, two. No, we will discuss this at the end. <laughs> When we search for more money, money yes, okay. <laughs> um, so, but I would, I definitely have to read Back to the Future classic. If you haven't seen this, um, you need to remedy it. Mm-hmm. Something I have to remedy. All right, and you, I'm. If you are surprised by this, I, I think you haven't been listening to the episode. I rate Back to the Future a classic as well. Classic example of a tragedy. No, just <laughs> a classic movie. Back to the Future. Classic movie, according to the Retro Rewind podcast, Back to the Future is a unanimous classic movie, just as it should be, in my opinion. (laughs) Well, that's unusual. Sweating that one. Okay. (laughs) Christy, anecdotes. Unanimous, right? (laughs) Christy was saying, this movie's like your girlfriend. I'm like, no, it's not. It's not like a girlfriend. Um, but after this night, yeah, I feel like it kind of is <laughs> the way I'm sort of a champion. Doesn't return my phone. <laughs> Why won't you say I love you back to the future? <laughs> All right, guys, since we read this a classic, yes, let's go back in time in the span of this podcast and let future and let, let our listeners know that maybe who haven't seen this movie that they should watch the movie first. Man, I was Phew. such a jerk. <laughs> That's okay, Paul. You can, you know, you you've grown since the episode. You're much less of a jerk now. Mm. Well, I've grown. That's because I've been snacking during oh this episode. <laughs> As Bob Dylan once said, um, "Oh, what I was so much older than I'm younger than that now." I'm so much. Older. It doesn't make sense. It's Bob Dylan. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's time traveling, Bob Dylan. Yeah. Alrighty, guys. Well, uh, Alice, we're done time traveling for uh, this episode. So let's find out what's new on our tubes. Then go back in time. Let's begin as we like to with our guest, John. John broke the door. I I touched a mic. I'm sorry. (laughs) Oh, no. I adjust John's microphone. What's new on your tube? Um, what's new on my tube is actually not uh, new um, per se. Nor is it a tube. It's not a tube. Well, it's on my tube. It's on my TV. Okay. It's a TV show. Oh. That is actually your. Uh, when does this episode come out, actually? This will come out in September. Oh, shoot. Then it just came off Netflix. I'm sorry, everyone, that I have to tell you about this show. That's so <laughs> awesome. That's not you on Netflix anymore. It. Um, it's called The IT Crowd. It is a British comedy uh-huh. that is just absolutely hilarious. I've never seen anything so funny in all my life. It's about two uh, nerds who work in IT at a big conglomerate 
Corporation. And oh, isn't that with Vince Vaughn and uh, Owen Wilson? That is incorrect. <laughs> oh, where they go to be the internship at work at yeah at Google. Yeah, that's what you're thinking of. This is British yeah. though. It's like that, but British. Oh, <laughs> oh they talk in funny accents. Yeah. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> so it is the funniest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> wow. Um, and then they have uh, this woman that comes into their office who is actually um, turns out to be their manager, even though she knows absolutely nothing about computers. And <laughs> hilarity ensues. And uh, you'll just have to watch it. It's so, so funny. On DVD, apparently, since it's no longer on Netflix. Yep. Or illegally. <laughs> I was about to say you it might be someone else type next month, like uh, Amazon or Oh, yeah, that's true. Or... Could be, could be. That's a good point. All right, cool. The IT, the IT crowd? That's what it's called. Very cool. Thank mm-hmm. you, John. Paul, what is Never it? mind. All the IT crowd will download it illegally. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Paul, what's new on your tube? I saw uh, the movie Mission Impossible, the fifth one, Rogue Nation. <gasps> oh, okay. Mm. Um, and it had some before the movie came out. It had a little bit of bad press, like they had to stop production because the, oh. they didn't have an ending. Because oh, really? Ending didn't work. Huh. So people went in with low expectations, and that's how I'd recommend going in mm-hmm. to this movie that I really enjoyed. Oh, okay, so having low expectations, you enjoyed it more. Yes, it really made it that much more enjoyable. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Which Mission Impossible is your favorite? I, I'm curious. This might be. Really? Whoa. The first one is good. I really enjoyed the 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 one before it, Ghost Protocol. Yes. But mm. this one I yeah, the first one, this one. And uh yeah, so one, four, and five. Although Philip Seymour Hoffman mm. probably played the best. I was gonna yep. say three is like Villain? up there for me because of Philip Seymour Hoffman mm-hmm. on three. Yeah, but the rest of three was it was good. You know, yeah. I enjoy the whole series, but um, this is one of their better ones in my opinion. Okay, very cool. Is it? But true? you can't go in knowing that it's one of their uh. worst. <laughs> <laughs> is it true that Tom Cruise is on the outside of an airplane? I heard this. Yes. Uh, according to the trailer, yes. Wow. They film no, though no, that's not green screen or anything like that. They actually filmed them um being attached to the side of the plane. If you've seen the trailer with him on yeah, the side. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's airplane, real. Yeah, that's real. Oh wow. Just okay. just like yeah. he climbed the Burj Khalifa in the fourth one in Ghost Protocol. Yeah. Oh, well, really? he didn't climb it. Okay. He suctioned cupped yes. himself on yes. it. Yes. <laughs> Well, you know, he's just gonna, if he dies, he's just going to come back to life again and re- try, try it all over. So I don't think he has anything to worry about. Because mm-hmm. he's an alien? No, because he got this alien juice stuff on him. Oh, okay. Oh, from, yeah, Live, Die, and Repeat. Yeah. What is oh, that yes. called? Edge of Tomorrow. I thought Both. you were talking about Minority Report yeah. for a second. <laughs> I, thought you, I, thought, I thought you were talking about his religion. Oh, <laughs> That too. Oh goodness. Scientology, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Paul, do me a solid. <laughs> a solid what? <laughs> do you want me to ask? Go for it. What's new on your tube, Francisco? Thank you. <laughs> 
Well, someday, one of guest hosts will pick up on this. <laughs> um, thanks for asking, John. You. No problem. What's new on my tube is actually another podcast. Um, if you, <gasps> if you traitor, <laughs> I'm not on the podcast. Well, that would even be cooler. Why not? <laughs> they haven't asked me yet. I think they are organ based, so it might be cool if they would. But I, but hint, hint. Here's if you're <laughs> listening. Here's the big butt. Um, uh, so my my YouTube is a podcast called You Hate Movies. And uh, I want, I think, a uh, fan of our show, the Retro Rewind Podcast, Isaac David Chandler, I th- believe he's the one who actually turned me on to it a while ago. And if you're someone who, who listens to this show, but you wish we were a lot more in-depth with, like, the, the makings of a movie and, like, cinematography of it or the themes or, or the, the... history behind it. <laughs> the history behind it. Wink, Rachel, wink. Um, uh, I think you would appreciate this movie, uh, this movie, this podcast a lot more. They they do they do lots of different uh, styles based on the episode. They do a lot of versus episode versus episodes like oh like epic rap battles. No, no, like <laughs> like like their latest one is ET versus Super Eight, and like which one oh, is better? A lot of why? them come down on ET. Some of them. Are in my camp and come down on Super Eight okay. uh, as being a better movie. So I'm glad I'm not alone. And actually, listening to their discussion, even though they didn't talk about this at all, it actually crystallized for me why I don't like ET. Because you're a hater. <laughs> no, it's because there's no resolution between Elliot or any of the children and their dad. I think that's really what it is for me that why. I struggled to like that movie so much. Is that why? It, and it relates to your life? You have that problem? <laughs> I'm not going to go into any of that, Paul. I'm not going to get personal. But I thought you just did. No, no I did. I'm just talking about movies, Paul. I'm you just, just talk, said talk about you movie. relate to them because of this, but I don't <laughs> want to talk about that. <laughs> no, I said that's why I didn't like the movie, is because it doesn't have that resolution. Not because I relate to Their absent dad was still absent at the end of the movie. That's why you didn't like the movie? Yeah. Whereas in Super A, the son resolves with his dad. But the dad was always there. But they were estranged because of the death of the mom. But the mom didn't come back. Why don't you hate it? Because the mom (laughs) wasn't there at the beginning and she doesn't come back. So... You hate you hate movies. It's a good podcast. I recommend it. Okay, Paul. I'm I'm glad it helped you. <laughs> Doesn't help me, but okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have uh, for our new tubes. It was the IT crowd. Uh, it mm. was uh, Ghost. Uh, not Ghost Protocol. Uh, Mission Impossible: Rogue Nation, and the yes. podcast. You hate movies. All right, Alice, will you please Is see? that with a question mark at the end? No. Because no, you said like, you hate movies. You hate movies. But you said like, you hate movies? Oh, you hate with the, with the finger pointing. <laughs> Is it an exclamation point? No. It's just, it's just... It's just you hate movies. Yes, thank you. No, I don't. I like movies. <laughs> Alice, <laughs> communication satellites, please. Comsat online.
Oh, you hate movies. That's why you rate these a lot of these classics as tragics and you relate to this podcast. Oh. It's got to be a semicolon. Or a comma. You hate movies. <laughs> why are your movies got to be hating? So we got feedback uh, mostly on Twitter. Uh, longtime listener Rachel Wunsch. Uh, said I, I sort of gave her a challenge last episode. If you listen to that, uh, she said in response, "I have oodles of trivia and historical knowledge of films at Retro Rewind Cast, and I can contribute to some films if you would like." And I responded yes, back to her, "Contribute to Batman." We already did Batman, Paul. Oh, <clears throat> well, I know. Contribute to it. Oh my gosh. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. If uh, so, uh, we're we're about to reveal the next five movies. I think one of them <gasps> might have a historical uh, thing that you could share, Rachel. So by all means, please. Uh, we'd love it if you'd record yourself and send that in. It could uh, be like the reporter corresponder like uh, that the Fraggle did on Fraggle Rock as he was traveling the world and would write in. Sure. That's fine. Do it that way. Um, yeah. I prefer audio. So if you can record yourself, that'd be better yeah. in my opinion. Anyway, uh, then... Princess, Chinese character, Chinese character Zelda. Uh, on tw- <laughs> and on Twitter, you can Could find be, her. Uh, Japanese. Let's just go with Asian. Oh, it's Zelda. <laughs> Don't want to offend the Koreans Good point. or the Vietnamese. I or am pretty whatever. sure it's not Korean. It looks. Okay. It looks Chinese. Anyways, it's anyway. Asian. <laughs> at Bit First is the Twitter handle. Says uh, at Retro Rewind Cast, one of the best movies ever. Hashtag Never Ending Story. Hashtag retro, and then she linked to our episode. So thank you so much for that, for sharing our episode, uh, Princess yeah. Zelda. Uh, then, uh, not going to say his Twitter handle, but our Twitter friend Rob, who always retweets us and everything, uh, he said, uh, thank you for all the love. Oh, we said to him, thank you for all the love you give us in the Twitterverse. And then he re- replied back, and thank you f- for all the times you've saved me. And that prompted... Um, how did we save you? That didn't make sense. And he said, podcasts from, podcasts from going insane. My town really is a beephole. Uh, <laughs> boredom, when I go walking, I'm the one out. Corrupt. I think he means a donkey hole, right? Did we establish that? No, it was no. <laughs> oh, it's it's another it's one. A poop it's, uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> poop. Uh, poop mouth. <laughs> So thank you so much, Rob, for tween, retweeting us, favoring our tweets. That's so great. Somebody save me. Sorry, Smallville flashback. I was going to say, that's Smallville, right? Yeah. What does that have to do with it? Well, he said, thanks for saving me. Oh. So that triggered in my head. There you go. Way to bring it back. I applaud you, sir. Uh, if you want to leave us feedback on this episode or any other, the best place to do it are the comments section. Again, retrorewindpodcast.com slash 70. Uh, and thank you, even though they didn't leave it, leave it this way, thank you again to Rachel and Princess Zelda and Rob. And so you, you can, can also leave it on Twitter. You can also leave it on Twitter. We're at Retro Rewindcast or go to our Facebook group by going to retrorewindpodcast.com slash group. And Instagram. And Instagram too. What's the what's how do you get there, Paul? At Retro Rewind Podcast. Perfect. All right. So the time has come to say goodbye to all our company. 
Retro Rewind <laughs> Podcast Ending M O U S E. No. Uh, we we put out the list to you guys at retrorewindpodcast.com slash cast your vote for voting up and down the movies you want us to cover. And we're now Ooh. up to the next five movies we will cover. Um, right. I'm going to go with these in reverse order. Uh, and then Paul, when he tells us what we're doing next, will tell you the next movie that was voted first, if that makes sense. So the upcoming movies we will be covering are The Rescuers Down Under. Mm. Oh, uh, nice. Wait, that's the fifth one? That's so we're the going fifth reverse? one. Yes. Okay. Uh, Major Pain. Oh, nice. <laughs> Those steps are kicking real hot. Um, Glad I haven't watched that recently. Yeah. I haven't either, but I remember that. Uh, Groundhog Day. Groundhog Day. Oh. Groundhog Day. Got it. Groundhog Day. <laughs> we, we need a little... Groundhog uh, Day. Groundhog... Babe, I've got you, babe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then An American Tale, which may, there's a historical Russian revolution mm. in there, I think. Uh, and then... Yeah, then I'll let Paul reveal the last one, or the the next one we'll be doing. Also, I want to mention uh, that, not so much a show announcement, but want to say it again that we're on the Retro Junkies Network, which you can find at theretrojunkies.com. Uh, and now before we get to Nav Point Omega, I want to thank you so much, John, for being on the show. This first time playing up with some of my... Uh, <laughs> my jabs oh. at you hey thanks but it was so awesome to have you uh will you please yeah. tell us uh, if people want to get a hold of you online where they can do that and do you have anything you'd like to promote well first of all let me just say this is a dream come true <laughs> it's not no it, it's been on my bucket uh, hopefully list. it's not a nightmare <laughs> <laughs> it's a dream it's become a nightmare i've always wanted to be on a podcast i listen to podcasts oh, really? hey, so there, there you go, go. Oh, wow Wow, that's yeah. awesome. What a great yeah. one to be on. Right? Back to the future the, one? I yeah, was going to say nice. the Retro Rewind podcast, but okay. <laughs> that too. Um, <laughs> that's what I want to promote, this podcast. It's Aww. so cool. Um, you can get a hold You're of me. I've been, I've been thinking about this. Uh, I don't want anyone like crazy emailing me or anything. Understandable. So, um, why don't you just get in touch with the podcast, and then if... You guys, I mean, if you, Francisco, and you, Paul, think I did a good job and want to invite me back, if I come back a second time, I promise I will get a Twitter. Sweet. And then I will say that Twitter. Very on, cool. In this segment. But I don't have one right now because I'm too young, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you get it for the next podcast you're on, which may be this one or the next one. I like a different what? one like you hate movies obviously oh i see <laughs> yeah yeah camp sure. campaign to get on that podcast why is john showing up on all these podcasts it's weird but it's it all my, started here why remember not? your roots it's my thing it's all because he got a twitter <laughs> <laughs> uh, but really thank you so much john that's very kind of you to say yeah. but it is a pleasure to have you on the show oh, as well thank you thank you yeah um yeah. let's see now, you can con John alluded to this. You can contact the show at retrorewindpodcast.com slash contact. There's a contact form there. If you want to get in touch with me specifically, you can go you can find me on Twitter. I'm at FXRUIZX. And if you want to get a hold of Paul, all his social media information is at PaulJPowers.com. And Paul, yeah. will you please tell us the next movie 
game time continuum, we will be traveling ne- traveling to. Okay. So next time we will be going back to the year 1990 mm-hmm. for the movie Home Alone. Ooh, but until then, one. we appreciate it so much if you pretended it was Christmas so that we could <laughs> get in the mood for this movie. Um, but Or you can review us on iTunes or Stitcher Radio. That helps others find the show. And, of course... Um, you can email us your oh, darn it, Francisco. <laughs> mm-hmm. What you, Paul? Can, uh, you can consider sending us a buck or two for every episode through our Patreon page at retrorewindpodcast.com slash Patreon. Thank you so much, Paul, for being an awesome co-host, awesome friend, and awesome time traveling compatriot. Oh, thanks. Same to you. Why, thank and you. And more of it. No, and more of it to you. Fine. Oh, Fine. Darn, that backfired on me. Because <laughs> that's the power of love. <laughs> yeah. It works everywhere, guys. Uh, you can use this at any point <laughs> in and, your life. And you know what? Listeners, we love you. That's the power of love. <laughs> uh, and whether... But whether this is your first time listening uh, or you've subscribed to the podcast since episode or one, movies. or you hate movies, we appreciate you so much. And we got to catch you all later, like a Pokemon, on the next episode of the Retro Rewind podcast. Gonna go back in time. Retro Rewind mission complete. Proceed to map point Omega. And return to base. I like your dance routine. <laughs> no one's watching. So. Roads? What was Where we're going, we don't need roads. <laughs> Apparently. That's you, Paul. Did we what forget? the heck is a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> However, hold on there. I have made a poem that I think sort of leads into it well. Oh, no. Remember, remember the 5th of November, the flux capacitor and dock. I know of no reason Marty fighting Biff Tannen should ever be forgot. Pickery, <laughs> that was it. Dock. <laughs> nice, I like it. Although, can you do it in your Hugo Weaving voice? That would be cool. Mr. Anderson. <laughs> no, Mike. <laughs> Mr. Anderson. Uh, anyway, <laughs> totally. I'm sorry. I should have just. I don't know why I did that. Anyway, memory mind meld. Here we go.